Yeah, keep going with that. Bring candy, yeah. Woo! Susie. There you go. I'll throw it in at the end. Episode three, no, 438. Hello. Ooh, 438. And I'm feeling great. Are you feeling yeah, I great today? I, I really am. I'm super excited because okay. I am leaving tomorrow to go camping. I'm so happy for you. I'm so excited. Is this a sort of like sleep under the stars situation or is it glamping? No, it's uh, no. We're like uh, camper campers. So we're, yeah. it's like tent camping. I mean, we we are not animals. We have an air mattress. We're not animals. But, you know, if we needed, if we wanted to do one of those backpacking trips where we would like go and like hike yeah. in and do one of those, like we would absolutely do that for sure. Like, mm-hmm. like we, Ren and I were actually having this conversation. Like he was like... You know, camping is camping. You just accept that, like, it's not going to be the best night's sleep of your life. What ifs? You just are going to be dirty. What ifs? You mm-hmm. just, like, it's just like, that's part of it. You just, like, accept that that's p- part of camping. And it's yeah. just like, that's what makes it fun. It is a special treat. It's so fun. And I can't wait. And I feel like so super prepared because when I moved, I packed a box that was all, like, camping stuff ready to go so when we were like let's go camping (laughs) it was literally like grab the box throw it in the car and we're like done and all it was was like buy some essentials like what's in that box oh uh a propane grill and Mm. some propane and um all of like the um like fire starter stuff all Mm -hmm. properly sealed so don't worry because i'm like crazy like that um (laughs) Well, what it's I worry, be I don't even know what I would worry well, I don't know. I just like, I, well, I do. I know, I don't know. so I'm little like, that I don't even know the dangers. I'm like, yeah, you, you know, you like propane needs to be stored properly, but okay, like, it's, gotcha. you know. So, uh, the lantern that you got me, Love which it. I'm so excited, never used, can't even wait. So excited about that. Um, then, uh, like a bunch of stuff to make the picnic area more comfortable. Like I highly mm-hmm. recommend, ooh, one of my best camping hacks. They sell on Amazon or maybe other camping places too. These, um, uh, 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 they're kind of like a fitted sheet, but for a picnic table. Oh, yes. And they're elastic. Mm-hmm. And you just like, right, like. Yeah, like, those are Midwest essentials. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. And on the benches, too. And no splinters. Because I hate the benches. that. benches. That's brilliant. Yeah. It comes with the, the, the table cover and the benches. It's like designed for a picnic bench. You're going to have and to link that in your Insta story. Because oh, that is I a definitely real will. Reason. That is mm-hmm. one of my favorite. And it's like in that cute, um, like, red and white checkered, like, yeah. nostalgia kind of like camping print mm, so love cute. it so it's adorbs um <laughs> also uh a lot of like tarps because i like to put those down in front of the tent and like anywhere where we could be like walking all the time because like you know you don't want dirt i like i need there to be a nice clean path so no dirt gets tracked into the tent i'm all about yeah. keeping a clean campsite mm-hmm. yes because you're gonna be dirty but like you know we don't need to be like you're not Disgusting. animals. We're yeah. not animals. You know. Yeah. And I don't like dirt in my bed. Like I don't want the dirt to end up in the bed. Mm-mm. So like, uh, 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 because like it's a sleeping bag, and then it's all like stuck in there, and you got it's a whole process. And then so, like, what are your food essentials? 
Oh, for some reason, I feel like nothing counts. Like when you're when you're camping, yeah, it's like totally all free rules for all. are free for all. Mm-hmm. So I, I even told Ren, I'm like, hey, Ren, go to the store and like get get some good cereal. And he's like, what do you mean by good cereal? I mean like not good cereal by good cereal. Like you know, <laughs> he's like, uh, yeah, he's like like naughty cereal. I'm like, yes. Like get like look Lucky Charms or you know. So he settled on some frosty yeah, flakes, want, like, which are delicious with bananas. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what would be your go-to? Well, like I'm wondering if there are meats, like wiener sandwiches. <laughs> oh, uh, there are hamburgers. Oh, okay. And I did, yeah. however, get, ooh, I think you'll be a big fan of this one because I was like, I love making, like I love camp food because like I like to keep it real simple. I want to spend like little time cooking, but I want it to be delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So there is one recipe I found online for a campfire queso dip and i was like i bet Susie would be all a jalapeno queso dip i'm super jealous yeah and it's like two italian sausages and you just like cut them open like put the sausage on the on the uh uh uh, you know campfire like cast cast iron cast iron skillet Yep. And then uh, you could throw some onions in there if you want. And then, uh, you know, your Velveeta cheese, like you love. Oh, some good yeah. Government, yeah, some government cheese and melt that down. And then <laughs> throw some, oh, a can of tomatoes in there. Mm-hmm. And then you just like cook that up and throw some jalapenos in it. And uh, Gosh, there you go. Bada bing, bada boom. And it's like three steps. And so I I'm definitely that. doing that. Yeah, I'm all about snacking, like Doritos and yes, yeah. We got chips. we got cheese. We got the 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 uh, Cheez-Its and the Goldfish. Mm-hmm. It's very. It's yeah. I do. That uh, so I think nice. You're now have that a you blast. mentioned it, I do need some Doritos. Yeah, you do. That's so. essential. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I'm you'll really take Bo the dog. Oh yes, Bo the dog is coming. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And, she and has then, a do you fancy, guys have like... activities planned, or do you just chill out? Well, Ren's the best because he's good at making like he. Like, as he called them, a menu of things we can do. Okay. So, like, in different categories. So then we can, like, feel it out. So we mm-hmm. did talk about this. Like, what what do you want to do? What's your kind of vibe when you camp? You know, because we're, like, pretty relaxed campers. And, you know, when you're camping, you tend to go to bed when the sun sets and wake up when the sun rises. So you get up early yeah. anyway. And so a nice early start on the day. Maybe, like, pack a little lunch, go for a hike, then you know, come back, have a relaxing afternoon, play some games, and then, you Seems know. Seems like maybe. you would bring ukuleles. Uh, 100% already packed. Wow. Well, yeah, so is everything. You love a tune. Already you love it. But, and also, Suze, I haven't played my ukulele in like a year. I know. What's well, the deal? You didn't deal? have a song in your heart? I was just about to say that. That is, that, yes, that is true. <laughs> well, it's probably true. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. Well, and the other thing is, there was something I loved about playing the ukulele outside on my porch. Yeah. And if I were to go outside where I live right now oh and start my playing God. my ukulele, it would look like I was putting on an amateur concert to my... I would pay to see that. It's ridiculous because I'm on the second floor. I'm so close to the, like... like your think... neighbors would be like, shut up. Yes, for sure. Yeah, don't do that. I like the restaurant downstairs would be like, knock it off, you know. (laughs) Can it. Can it. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? (laughs) Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? 
and the Coast Guard. We think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Sounds yeah, like man. you're going to have a great weekend. I'm very happy for yes, you. Yes, I know. I can't wait. And it's like the first kind of vacation you know, I was talking yeah. to somebody the other day and they were like, yeah, you know, cause summer's like almost over. Oh, well maybe it's like halfway over. I'm like half, I realized like halfway over, I haven't done anything summery. The most summery thing we did was go to your house for the 4th of July, which mm-hmm. was super fun, you know? And I think I even said that day, I was like, this is like the first day that feels like summer. It feels like a day of summer. Mm-hmm. It was so nice. Um, but yeah, so so I noticed when we did that, we went over to your house because I've been stuck indoors, you know, and I've really been like, it's important to me to stay inside, you know, not only for my health, but, you know, for the health of other people and all this, like it's re- obviously, it's really important, silly that I even have to say this. Yeah, but, right. But, you know, so I, just from being indoors, everything has been the same, the same, the same, the same. Yeah. You know, and I was thinking about, you know, what, uh, uh, I saw something on, I think it was on Twitter, that was, remember when we talked about the oddball effect? Yes. It was the oddball effect, like explained in Mm -hmm. a little video. And I was like, oh, we totally talked about that. And I totally know what that is. But, you know, so in thinking about that, you know, and needing to interject a little bit of like novelty into, you know, life and even like going somewhere, I can't even tell you how different the last week has been when we just went to your house Mm -hmm. and then we made appointments because that's what you have to do oh my god i have so many complaints oh about my apartment complex we have to make appointments at the pool so we made two appointments this week for the pool and got to go oh my god it's like a game changer isn't that sad but great it's yeah but we you did talk about how like the little things yeah are what you know, start to matter. Oh my God, it's weird. It like makes me even emotional thinking about it. That like Sarah, that is I, sad. I think that what you're describing, so many people are experiencing now. I think a lot of people went through, went into survival mode when this all began. And now mm. it's not a, like a survival mode. It's more like, oh shit, this is just our life now. And yeah. then I'm noticing a lot of people being very emotional and feeling very sad and... Mm-hmm. And Mm -hmm. because of what you're describing. Yeah. Oh, that is it. And it feels, you know, one of the hardest things is, is, you know, and I even think about this, you know, when I got divorced, like it wasn't, of course, like, you know, I was like, yeah, let's get divorced. But some of the most difficult part is breaking apart or like saying goodbye to the the future that you've imagined and having to kind of like, well... Let's delete all of that because it almost seems like actual, like now that I even talk about it out loud, this is like taking myself to therapy right now. Mm-hmm. Like I think about all of the, you know, you have all of the, the, 
photos and everything that you save on your phone and you have to like manually delete them. And the process of like deleting stuff that you've saved and especially like say you've saved it in multiple places, say it's important and you post it on multiple things. Like, you know, I'm just using this as an example, like Mm -hmm. deleting online information. It takes a lot of energy to like just delete something. And you even know this from deleting your freaking Facebook. Yeah. You know, like Mm -hmm. all the photos from there. We have to actually do that in our minds in Mm -hmm. a weird way is we have to go in and we have to like say like, okay, I need to erase that or I have to replace that. It's grief. It's grief. Mm -hmm. And we are like grieving because not because like, oh, we're never going to have those things in the future, but it's certainly not going to be the same process to get there. Or it might not be like, you might have to just re-envision or reimagine. I mean, I sure as heck know I have. I'm like, I ain't getting any younger over here. And like, you know, there's a lot of things I wanted to do. I think it was on Twitter, but it was somebody trying to think of a, a word or phrase that would identify grieving something that had never happened yet, but you wanted to happen. Um, and how like they, I think they called it Mm. anticipatory grief or something like that. Yes, 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 yes. Oh my God. I read, I read a whole bunch about this in the beginning when we first like went into like quarantine. Right. It's a real thing. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are having that because whatever you envisioned, it isn't going to be that. It might be great, but it's going to be different. Yeah. So we have to just like, and and then, you know, I think about, you know, one of my favorite equations is like the equation for suffering that says... Mm -hmm. Like, like I have a list of, actually, I probably do have a list of favorite equations. I'm that nerdy. I was like, I don't have that. I was like, wait a second, you probably do. My number one favorite equation. Yeah, my number one favorite equation. Um, you know, second only to the quadratic equation. Uh, is, is, and you know, everybody out there, like there's some people who are, you were absolutely freaking thinking that. So yeah, and you're singing the song right now. So there you go. Or like, you're remembering it. Um, That's funny. So, uh, 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 oh my God. Oh yes, is. Uh, suffering is pain times resistance. So resisting that for sure. Mm -hmm. And we create ourselves. So like, how long do I want to live in that? Like each of those kind of stages in a way of like grieving not, and like resisting the like reality that things are just going to be different. And the more I resist it, the more I suffer. So as soon as I stopped resisting and started just being like, okay, yeah. this the is... Soon, the sooner you can accept it, the, the better off you'll be. But yeah. it's easier said than done. And I know that that's what people mean when they use that cliche that annoys me. It is what it is. They're just trying to yeah. say, like, just accept what is actually in front of you because that's all there is. But boy, is that hard. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And so so that... So I found that the only thing that... That, because it is, you kind of have to go back. You know what? It is like now that I'm like having a whole bunch of like I aha moments okay. as you're as we're talking about this. It's so funny. You're so good at this, Suze. <laughs> Every time I'm like, Sarah. I wasn't planning on talking about any of this, but like when you when I think about like grief, well now I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Not go that figure. Good at it. Right? No. Uh. Uh. uh we were thinking about grief and oh yes 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 now i remember okay so like you know when we read that book um uh 
the oh my god, I'm so bad at remembering things. What's uh, the essence? The about the di- the the mortician and the oh yeah the confession the confessions, confessions of, of a, a funeral director funeral yes. director yeah Caleb Confession- Wild yes Ooh, and then she get comes back with the name mm-hmm. nice good job strong finish yeah. mm-hmm. um so confessions of funeral director when we read that and he talked about how when you the people experience grief and you even talked about this too that how the simple things become really important. How mm-hmm. relationships become important, like things that you like the the connection, just that time spent with family, like before and after, like that becomes like the the really important part. And there, there's almost like good that comes from it because it makes people connect in these ways and like lean on each other like that. And so I think about what's happening now, and then how that's like a processing of grief and like a a a, a like second like a, a byproduct of like the a good one of grief and mm-hmm. how if and not if because what we're experiencing is grief anticipatory grief that's the same so that makes sense that like the simple things like freaking pina colada and you know <laughs> camping right. trip like are so like enjoyable because you have to and you know pina colada is a bad example but well, I like think playing I a game of cards you. like or a sparkler or a you know yeah like it's just true whatevs it's what gives life meaning that's why whenever um we did our 420 episode and had marijuana and it was just silly like that one brainiac said this was just like a gimmick there was no substance there wasn't anything more and i was like yeah that's correct it really what? was that and somebody was compl- was they negatively reviewed our just one she was just like this had no substance. This was just a gimmick. And I'm like, correct. It's smoking weed. It really That's was about design- being playful and having fun, period. And sometimes yeah. that's okay. And it gives <sighs> life meaning. Yeah. Suze, I am so glad you said that because like play is so important. And we yeah. forget. I have like been seeing this all over the place and having conversations about this here and there and reading things that say like connecting to the things that we connect that were important when we were children Mm -hmm. are like the important survival tools that like get us through and the things that like matter and we just have to go back to all of that and playing is absolutely one of them using your imagination uh <laughs> thinking good thoughts about yourself having and a just good having a laugh everyone having knows laugh. it's the best medicine besides oh medicine. my gosh it is it is the best medicine man yeah, a good laugh off, brainiac and your kid laughing is like a double dose that's like when you get the extra strength tylenol <laughs> <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center thanks to carvana it doesn't get any better than this your favorite seat's the best spot in the house make it even better by entering your license plate or vin and getting a real offer in minutes there really is no place like home and speaking of home carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer visit carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place man that sunset is gorgeous Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. 
So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. This is a perfect segue into a story okay. that I have to talk Let's to you about. Let's hear it. Okay, so have you seen this? Um, there was an article that was like a couple weeks ago. It was floating around. On, it was like trending on Twitter for a bit that um, Jim Halpert from, well, that's like not his name, but from yeah. The Office. Um, yeah. John the Krasinski. John, John Krasinski. I'm the worst <laughs> at knowing actors. John Krasinski from The Office in season three wore a wig. Yes, I saw okay. that. Did you click on that or read anything about that? No. Okay, so I clicked on the article, and then like uh, there were some other articles that were floating around, other things about that that were like a bunch of facts that you don't know from The Office. Um, but that wasn't the one that interested me. The one that interested me was an article that was written by the hairdresser from the se- that show, and she was okay. on for like I don't know how many seasons. But um, I'm skimming through it, and I'm, I'm looking at the part where they're talking. Like I'm looking to read about Jim's wig, and like. You know, okay, whatevs, he wore a wig. But um, because he had to, like, cut his hair for another movie. And then, like, they made a big – this this whole article was, like – it felt like we need to applaud men for doing things that are silly and ridiculous. And why does he need to applaud for that? Like that. And then also – well – You'll let me let me okay, let me it. just tell you. Okay. So as I'm reading, she's talking about Steve Carell and how Steve Carell. One of the 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 hair decisions that they made as a team was, or or that they wanted for the show was changing Steve Carell's look from season one to season two, or you know whatever it was. Yeah. And they said she tried to say in season one he was they wanted more of this this Gordon Gecko look like like slicked back hair yeah. and like more of this like Wall Street guy and then they wanted him to be a little softer and nicer later and so they collaborated with the like for fucking real they collaborated <laughs> like with it was like a big Steve deal. Colbert right and they created a hairdo with more lift and. F- you know what they freaking left out in that whole story? What? He got hair plugs. I don't think I knew that. Yes. And this is, I, I had this conversation with Ren of like a few weeks ago because I was talking about, I don't know what we were talking about, but I said, isn't it crazy that he got hair plugs? Like we were watching some actor and I'm like, isn't it crazy that he got hair plugs? And he was like, what? And I was like, oh yeah, well, let me show you this before and after <laughs> picture. And he was like, oh, oh my, my God. God. And then I, exp- I, 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 I'm going to Google that exposed. Oh my God. I, I will just Google men with hair transplants in Hollywood. There are so many. It's like, I can't believe I haven't talked about this on here because this is something that is it's like. It's ringing a bell. I think you have, but I really did not remember Steve Carell. Like if you plugs. look at the dis- the difference, yeah, Steve. This is hilarious. Oh okay. my god! Thank they you. They work great. They look fantastic. They look fantastic. Of course they do. But this is the thing: if that were an do. article and it were written about like it's it's the, like women get such a hard time anytime they augment any I part know. of their body. It's so true. And like, if could you imagine them doing like an art, uh, art about like. Like, she got a breast lift, and then, like, we changed, like, the, like, I don't know. It's I guess it's kind of different because wow, of boobs, Matthew and we wouldn't like that. Matthew McConaughey. 
It's Wait, everyone. They've really done a lot of good things with the technology of hair plugs. Matthew McConaughey, John Travolta, Mel Gibson, David Beckham, Elton John, <laughs> Jeremy Piven, Gordon Ramsay, Ben Affleck, Kevin Costner, Bono, Lewis well, Walsh. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, Jamie Foxx, Billy Bob Thornton, Sean Penn, Caitlin Best, Brandon Fraser, Sylvester Stallone. Come on. And everybody wants to be like, oh, women altering their bodies. Oh, women, they, they don't like to age. These men have been doing the same thing, but just, you know, on the DL. And we only notice when it's not good. Well, the thing is, like, getting I'm all worked all, I'm up. All happy for them, but you're right. Like, why isn't it more yeah. discussed? Because they could have yeah. just said, and then, you know, Steve had some work done, so he had a fuller yes. mane. Because, and we like, could just move on. And even so, and, and it was weird because, oh my gosh, in this moment when <laughs> Ren was, so when, when we were looking at this and we were going over, like talking about all the men who have had hair transplants and everything, he was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. I was always jealous yeah. of some of these guys and their head of hair. And it's creating, it's doing the same thing of creating. And I, I saw in that moment where... Like, Ren in his mind had like a, a, like, you know, wow, like this person looks like this and people like you, like that was like the, the hair that people want, like the desire, like, like this person has ever, and then it's just like, boop, little bubble popped. And, you know, you can just see like the, the, this like standard of beauty or whatever. And like women have it all the time. And I could just like see like the moment, you know, where, like all of a sudden he's like, oh, that beauty standard that I like had in my head is like fake and unrealistic. Yeah. It's like, oh, yes. Welcome to Right. That I don't know experience. why it's a big secret though. Mm, I, I mean, I, there's got to be a lot of shame in it. It's pretty great that they can do it so subtly and over time, I guess. Whereas like with breast implants, it's just like one day, there they are. It would be oh. nice if you could grow those babies. That's like, oh my God, that's actually really funny, first of all, because that's hilarious and somebody should invent that. I don't know how, and it sounds right. terribly dangerous. What right. if it like didn't stop growing? Ah! It's alive. It's alive. Oh my God, that's really funny. Yeah, because so, like, with that. most of those guys, yeah, when you put before and after, you can really tell, but over time, I never noticed. Uh, well, so like... I was reading an article about it because then I was like, oh, let me look this up and see. Because I wanted to see how, if there was a difference between how men were talked about when they got work done and how women were talked about, which of course there is. Yeah. You know, and it's like we're scolding women for doing it. Yeah. And it's more pointing out that men did it. And then they usually give a good reason for why. Where they oh my were like, God, what could it be though? Like, Oh, he was doing this part and da da da. So he got, you know, like the show became more popular and he got hit, like implants and da 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 da. Like this, and I think he was doing, Steve Carell was, did, uh, uh, what's the, Bruce Almighty or, or mm-hmm. whatever that one was? Yeah, Not Bruce Almighty. God. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Evan Almighty. Evan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it was, it was after that that he was like, wow. but it was just like, yeah, so I didn't like I was I even like thinking that about that, how if I went on that Mark's OG challenge, how that would be the first oh show that God. I did with boobs and how oh. if you, if like certain people were there and you were for maybe sure. having a disagreement, that would come up and it's so sad that that's yes. like, 
used as some sort of insult. Is there, like, any situation where you would, like, you would do that, yes? Do what? The, the OG challenge. I would. Yeah. You would, right? Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I already I'll... announced that you were doing it. Yeah. I mean, if it were two weeks, I would do that. Yeah, totally. It would be a riot. And Timmy Beggy texted me and he was like, do you think Mark's going to make this happen? And we had a big conversation about it. And then I'm like, what do you think? And he's like, I think it would be hilarious and so many it's shenanigans so if it was done properly. And so, did I already say, did I say to you in real life or did I say on here that I think they should bring back all of the most hilarious old challenges? I don't think you said it, but I agree. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah, think you I, did like the ice melting yeah, and the chicken like suits. They should do all the ones that were really funny. And mm-hmm. the ones that made us laugh. And then it should just be like that. And like, yeah, nobody's going to hook up and nobody's going to fight. But it's going to be so funny. And they're still going to be fighting about voting in. And there's probably still going to be like, you know. Hookups it'll just be that. fun. Yes. Well, and Yeah, you probably. made the best point when you Ooh, were over when, when I you good said. Points. This was like so crystallized as far as like I knew it already. But you synthesized it when you said... People used to watch the challenge and want to be there. They were jealous and would think, oh, that looks so fun. I want to do it. And yeah. now when they watch, it's like, ooh, what's wrong with these people? Who would want to do this? Yes. And it's that crazy. is not the best kind of show, in my opinion. And also in my opinion. So yeah. basically, both of very important opinions. The yeah. end. It's unanimous. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I Have you watched the uh, I'll, be, I'll Be Gone in the Dark? <gasps> Not yet. Oh. Did you watch it? I watched the first, I'll say, one and a half episodes. What do you think? Um, I see. I'm hoping that... It is more about the murders. I don't think right, it is. I don't think it is either. I think it's about Michelle. It is. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what? Then I need to get that through my head because mm-hmm. I that will change that. I had a. I was thinking that it was going to be the book in uh, like yeah, documentary like a series. form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not. I, that's what I thought. Not the documentary about the making of the book so like now yeah and that kind of changes so what is the point they're just trying to say like hey this woman was obsessed and look she caught him essentially yeah but i don't even know yet (laughs) like i don't know what the what the point that they're trying the thesis yes oh my god yes (laughs) i'm not i'm the thesis is uh, i'm not aware of yet so no, I did not. I don't know what they're trying to say as of yet, but I, I, it is fun to see the images because you, the, she does like. It's very cool how they did it, and they have a lot of her voice narrating it. That's amazing. How do they have that? Um, because like, she's now deceased. So yes, yeah, so from recordings that she made, um, like before about the interviews and. Hmm. 
things that she had she saved. She was kind and of documenting then, stuff. Yeah, and so and then um, there's there's a really cool scene. Like whenever they're driving in the car, the camera is almost sitting. It's almost from her point of view. Okay. Like they 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 shoot it so that you don't see the person in the in the passenger seat. You only see the person in the driver's seat, and it's mm-hmm. a woman who helped her, who was part of this like online, you know, um, uh, on, like internet detec- detective kind of community, and yeah. they were hunt- hunting him down. And so you see her talking almost like she's like driving through like all the same places and she's telling the story and it feels like she it's happening in real time because of how they edit it so that's kind of that's cool. cool yeah do you think that she really was sort of the catalyst for him being caught or do you think it was just sort of like the natural progression of the fact that they they found the dna through the genetic website and it was going to happen anyway well in the book it seemed like the latter it seemed like it was going to mm-hmm. happen anyway but mm-hmm. in the first episode and like starting this it doesn't it seems like maybe there was that she had played a larger role she certainly brought a lot of attention to it to the yeah. crimes and maybe that spurred the investigation to go further which is great yeah um, but i but I mean, I feel like this isn't a spoiler because we've already talked about this and he's already been cut. But like, uh, you know, I'm like, ooh, it was through, you know, when it's through a DNA website and through that, you know, online, she did say that's how they were going to catch him. But that's like, like a lot of people do that now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's like everybody. Like, I bet they catch a lot of people that way. You know, it really just made me think a lot about how, what you say about how serial killers like are. Yeah, I think so. Oh my God. There's so much. Oh my! Now it's all coming back to me. One of the things that they did say, I did not mean to. I was. This was not on my list of things to talk about. So I, I was just like, oh, speaking of. Um, so one of the things that that they talk about in there is that the '70s. This woman is one of the victims is getting interviewed. Okay. And she survived. She, wow. Yes, a survive. She is a survivor, and she was wow. being interviewed. No, because he had fifty. He had fifty rapes. Oh, and man. only like six, there was wow. like only a certain number of murders. Jeez, okay. He escalated from like rapist. peeping Tom mm-hmm. to rapist to murderer. And Got at it. first he was, and oh my God, so much stuff. Actually, this is a really Sarah good documentary. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I did I learn a lot about that. this. I take this all back. I do this, I've been doing this a lot lately. I'm very, <laughs> very, very like, like, open-minded yeah you're pliable i I love it very pliable (laughs) oh god i should definitely not look into any kind of cults or anything like that (laughs) right this is not a good time for me um uh uh uh, so okay what was i saying um oh yes they showed like the escalation of it so first he would just oh my god it was so sad so many of the women were only like 15 years old they to oh. call them women they were children oh, those are girls yeah yes there was one and they there was mm. one little girl because they, she's a little girl she's 15 years old she uh stayed home from like a school dance her parents went out i think they went on a date or they went out to dinner something like that and her sister went to the dance and she stayed home because she wasn't feeling well and he was like watching and took that took advantage of that time and broke in and raped her and then this couple so first it was just a woman individually 
And then he escalated to the woman and mm-hmm. a man. And mm-hmm. then it was murder. And it shows like uh, these really great aerial shots of where the houses were and how close. There were th- like three houses down, like raping oh, another really? woman in that house. Oh my God. I had no idea how close and how like. He lived it, right by them. No, the the two of his victims, like he, oh, when they wow. were, na- they like shared a fence. Could you wow. imagine Mm-mm. you get like your name na- that happens to your neighbor and you hear about that. And then like the next week that happens to you. No, I mean, it like the whole, and it shows the town hall meetings, like video, uh, like archival footage of the town hall meetings from then because he, like, and he the, showed the up. news. I, oh, I don't know. I don't remember them showing that or talking yeah, about that. Um, there's some oh my pictures god! I bet the they're going to say about that later. Mm-hmm. <gasps> like oh. he would go to the meetings. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm sure because they have all that footage, and they it the the I think it was the mayor or I don't know who it was at the time, but they were trying to make Sacramento look like this nice, safe place. Yeah, and so they didn't want they didn't put this in the news for a really long time. And they didn't want to report about it or even, like, you know, make a a big public statement. And it was happening to people who live next door to each other. That is bonkers. Right? And it's just crazy. And then people finally, like, they had these town hall meetings, like, what are you going to do? And, you know, of course, they never got them. But it was just so crazy to see how close they were and how, like, you know, how he escalated. And, oh, God, it was was 50. What was that thing that you were going to say? The woman was on camera and she said something about it. Like his victim was interviewed. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. God, I'm all over the place. Uh, (laughs) The woman who was... Oh, yes. This is my original (laughs) statement. God. what She was talking about like what things were like back in the 70s and how... Okay. It was... And she used... Like people were getting raped all the time. It was really rapey back then. For real? Yes, she said like people were getting like rape was no big deal. Like women were raped all the time, and it was like I was like, oh my god, come on for real. Yeah, that's how casually she talked about. I swear to God, it was in that tone. And do you think she's talking like date date? Sorry, date rape, or do you think she's talking about like this kind or both? Just everyone's going to a rape in. Uh, there's a part of me that thinks that that's like something that she has to do to normalize it to then feel like like maybe but i don't know that that was kind of what i was asking you like do you know about the 70s being extra rapey (laughs) it's a weird question that i do me neither no i i can't either but then i thought about like it that's all rooted in like you know misogyny and yeah, I mean, like it does make sense society, that it would be so, uh, more than it more. is now. But the way she talked about it, oh, my God. I was like, this is so sad. And then they interviewed a couple where the woman was raped. Yes. And this, that was the sad part. The, the, the wife said there's what happens, there's what happens during yep. the incident and then there's the worst is what happens. It's after. What do you do after the accident mm-hmm. the, or incident, the attack? Ah. 
The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Well, wouldn't like, he put, like, plates and stuff on the yes. husband? And if the plates moved, then... Yep, like, he, would, he would kill him. Kill yeah. Him. Yeah. Oh, could you even imagine? Because Adam was just talking about that. He's like, can you imagine what that Terrifying. would be like? Yeah. And, like, when, when you know, you, you are, like, the... Um, male who has in his mind the idea that you want to like protect your wife i mean who doesn't that's like the person that you love and then you're put in this shameful position where there's nothing you could do and any movement will be like her death and you you want to oh god i couldn't imagine and remember how um they, do they talk about this in the series about the micro penis thing no not yet they haven't mm-hmm. gotten to that yet but i think they like I mean, they that's said the... that they had incredible details like the size of his penis, but they weren't able to catch him, like that kind of thing. In, in the list, when they, they only mentioned it when they were listing, like, look at all the things we know about him, but we can't catch him. Because I was just reading this book. Um, it was, it's the biography of Alfred Hitchcock, which is weird because I've never actually seen an Alfred Hitchcock movie. But anyway, it was saying that he was he felt like he was so ugly and um disgusting that he started to resent beautiful women and like uh-huh. he it was like a love hate thing where he they were his muse well, like, and they, he like, was obsessed with them like the the modern like incels. like yes yeah Oh, and God. he would put them in positions in his movies that would humiliate them and like basically the w- words they used was like rape them in the movie like to oh god we should put a trigger warning at the beginning i know i know because it was saying like um for example just like in the beginning of the episode like for sure yeah the movie birds um you know apparently at the end of the movie there's that scene where she's attacked by all this yeah he made her film that over and over again for seven days no. Even though they had already gotten the footage. You know what? It was and it's like... always about woman. Yep. That makes mm-hmm. total sense. Now, but so how did you link that to the micropenis? Well, because I would argue that oh, the low shame. self-worth and the, yeah. Yeah. Like, and you feeling like you're ugly or undesirable and you kind of hate the, yeah. the women who represent For sure. rejection to I, you. I think that is, ab- I really do. I think that that is... It's so sad that that is the the result What's of the, that, and uh, also depression can often uh, uh, manifest as anger in men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I get it, but it's also I would say the sort of dating rituals are or mating rituals are the only area that women have sort of some semblance of hierarchical power because we're the ones that say you know theoretically yes or no. And so these incels that are mad about it, it's just unbelievable that the one area of life that women sort of have the upper hand, they're mad yeah. about it. Oh, my God. Um, it's depressing. Well, I'll give you a story about a guy who falls into one of these categories in the last few minutes we have here. Okay, let's hear it. 
Okay, so this is a story from 2019, but I I don't know how I stumbled across it now. But, um, well, because I swear to God, I did not set a Google alert for poo stories, but they do (laughs) kind of like come my way. Uh, uh, So this is a guy who, let me get the headline right. The headline reads, uh, college student ate ex-girlfriend's fish, then sent a pic of his poop, said, found your fish. No way. Yes. Tell me everything. Okay. So this kid, his name's, uh, oh, what has a stupid name? Maxwell Taffin. It's a regular (laughs) name. I don't know. He's just stupid because he's everything. If your name is Maxwell, don't get mad at me. Your name's great. Um, (laughs) This guy's just stupid. So he goes to Ole Miss and there was, he like stayed, I guess what the report says is this guy Taffin stayed at his girlfriend's dorm room or like called his girlfriend was like, Hey, can we stay at your dorm after the game? She was gone. And then when she came back, she returned in the morning and there was a note and he said, check your fish tank. Or like he texted her or something, check your fish tank. And she noticed that the fish was missing. And then a little bit later, she got an update on the whereabouts and it was a picture and it said, found your fish. And it was the picture of the goldfish. Why? And so I, who knows? They don't explain why. Like what? it doesn't explain. Well, it doesn't explain like, but, but the article I read did say like, considering this happened after a football game at LSU of all places, there's nearly a hundred percent chance that he was drunk. And there's like an 80% chance that he was blacked out and his blood was actually just a hurricane. And then, but then there's the presumable like length of time that, past for him to like sober up and then shit the thing out and then take a picture of it so it does not explain why he did all of that well and it feels vindictive obviously for a hundred percent fish here's my bm yeah and but guess what you don't have to worry because it absolutely is vindictive and it was mean because he was tried because like she pressed wow. charges for Good. that as she should yeah and what is it um, like a so hate crime he was 18 when he did this now he's 21 and he would ended up being charged. Well, also when they, when he was arrested, like they found, like he was just. I mean, well, I want to say they found pot on him, but then I'm like, well, now I feel like who cares? They found pot on him. That's like not like yeah, you know. So he's like a kid, all right. But so like I guess they had reason reason enough to like arrest him and everything. But they ended mm. up charging him with cruelty to animals, improper and improper telephone communications. <laughs> Well, that's true. Yeah. I didn't know that well, was oh, a crime. Oh. So then he did have, he was found with like 50 grams of marijuana. His car failed to produce his driver's license and failed to produce his insurance when details were cr- requested. So what he an was, idiot. Then he was arrested. Yeah, he's like not a stand up dude. And clearly he eats fish and then shits him out and then takes a picture of it. Do you think he's a sociopath? No, I think he's a drunk frat guy who's like cheered on by his buddies, and they were like, it was like him and like maybe like somebody else, and they were like, yeah, oh, but you, most you, people would have remorse. No, I feel like there's more to this story. Like yeah. she, like she <laughs> was say. gone, she was out of town. Like maybe she was he's out of pissed. town, and like he found out that she was like cheating on him with somebody, and he did that. There's never a reason to eat her fish. That's still fucked up, but there's clearly like <laughs> missing parts to this story that. Unfortunately, it happened in 2019. Like the story, 
then like resurfaced in 2019. So I don't know if we'll hear what a goon. any sort of revolution, resolution. But I but. love it just because now if you Google his name, that's what yes. will come up that record. Yes. Yes. And his Which, picture, you know. I'm just going to text you a picture of what he looks like because he looks like oh exactly, and this is girlfriend too, which is why I can't, I can't believe she is on there. But oh my God, is she super cute? This is like King oh of yeah, Queens she's syndrome. Cute. Yeah. This guy definitely looks like he takes pictures of his shit. <laughs> Stop. Right? Did you see it? No, but that's a hilarious thing to say. Like, I love the idea that you could yeah. look like that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah, yeah. total bro douchebag. Yeah. He totally does that. What? A weirdo. It's like, what? Yeah. What? Yeah, bro. bro. Yeah. Atelier yeah. or fish. Atelier or fish. What? I, you know what I what? should do someday is look through, you know how you can look through like the information on your text exchanged with someone and see yeah. all like, the media. I would love to see yes. all the pictures we've sent to each other. Oh my gosh. I do that every now and then for shits and giggles just to look back at funny Literally. things. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> That's hilarious. I just said that. I mean, that is our spinoff podcast. We're working on shits and giggles. Shits and giggles. Oh my God. That's right. I forget. Oh, so good. <laughs> well, on that note... Wow. Leave that, us a five-star review, man. That's a note, all right. Uh, if if yeah, you left people. us one star for every shit story, I mean, that would be like a <laughs> hundred stars. Right. You, we, we deserve that much. At least. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you next time, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.